Connor Ryan of Boston.com uh, did a great job in this tweet. So I just want you to hear this out. And if you're a Bruins fan, I know that we're not including draft picks and stuff like that, okay? But Connor Ryan laid it out as this for Don Sweeney. Don Sweeney has turned Eric Howla, Ryan Donato, Craig Smith, Anders Bjork, Euro Vakaninen, John Moore, two first-rounders, and seven additional picks into Charlie Coyle, Taylor Hall, Hampus Lindholm, Pavel Zaka, Dmitry Orlov, Garnett Hathaway. Man, when you lay it out like that and you think about the way Don Sweeney has been able to build this roster, it's been fantastic. Now, conversely, Celtics get a win last night. We know that Brad Stevens continuing to try to tweak the roster a little bit. Right? And we know he went out and got Malcolm Brogdon, who was big last night in the, in a return to Indiana. So can we say one general manager has done a better job than the other one in building championship rosters? Or right now, are Sweeney and Stevens kind of on the same level? I would say I would say even. I would. I mean, Why? well, I mean, okay, so let's look at their regular look at their 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 regular season record. Mm-hmm. They're both number one by a long shot. Well, I guess the Bruins though, have a bigger lead than um, the Celtics do as far as the Bucks are right behind them, and sure enough, the, the Sixers are there also. So in that regard, the Bruins are winning. And it's, like, not even close, right? They got such a big lead, a big pad, so you'd say fine. But I take that out of it because, uh, you know, maybe they're playing against teams that are worse. I'm still going to say even. They, if you, were to, if you were to describe the philosophy and um, protection and stars, think about it as stars, um, coaching, and depth. Mm-hmm. Let's use, can we use those three criteria? Sure. Okay. Um, stars, they both have them. Mm-hmm. Tons of them. Uh, depth, they both have it. Like like crazy. It's almost an, it's an embarrassment how much depth they have and protection they have. Philosophy, they're all thinking the right way. They're all, they're all hungry. They all play with an edge. They all know how important it is. If you go to coaching, I mean... I guess I don't know who you, you would give the what? edge to. I think that would be the ultimately what we're talking because each now, each GM, yeah. each ownership decided I'm bring I'm getting rid of Cassidy. I'm bringing in Montgomery. Mm-hmm. I got to fire Ime, and now finally the first game that Joe Mazzula is as the officially the head coach of the Boston Celtics. That game goes in the overtime and they pull it out. Foyer, I'm glad you mentioned the coaches because now, unless something crazy needs to happen before next Friday for Don Sweeney. Right now, both GMs are like... I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Now it's on the coaches. Or now the focus shifts to those guys, I think. And look, you could quibble. Yeah, did Stevens get lucky inheriting the team that he inherited with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown? Of course he did. Those guys are stars. But it's what he's done to compliment them that that really is the devil in the details. Whereas with Don Sweeney... He has made some mistakes. He has overcome them, but he also did get a little lucky as well because Patrice Bergeron, if he had hung it up at the end of last year and said, I've had a great career, I am Captain Selkie, I got a cup, I'm done, nobody would have blamed the guy. And then there was the whole wooing David Krejci as well. Then convincing those guys to basically play for no money this year so they could fit under the cap. Uh, I feel like there's a little luck involved there for Don Sweeney in terms of having that fall into his lap, 
But then again, if I apply what I just did with Brad Stevens, it's the what did you put around them? And that's where this trade, in terms of Sweeney, really puts it at a point where it's like, all right, guys, now it's in the hands of Missoula and Montgomery, and that arguably is where you have your biggest set of questions. And, and I would say the biggest talking point for both teams is not going to be the stars. It's it's not going to be effort. It's going to be the decisions that the coaches make. Mm-hmm. I think each series, uh, you know, their ability to win will be kind of decided on, you know, whether they make a, a smart call or a dumb call. I mean, that's that's really going to be it. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what else, like, so do we really expect Bergeron not to care or Pasternak to go in a, through a slump? Do we think that suddenly the, the, the Celtics are not going to try? I mean, it really is. They're very similar. In, in almost almost every single aspect for me. The only thing that is dissimilar about the situation that the Celtics and the Bruins are in is that it feels like with the Celtics, there's a window here. Whether it's three years, whether it's for the five Celtics, years. Oh, there's a big window. Big window. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the Bruins, the time is of the essence. Well, because they, say they win the cup this year, it would not be out of the realm of possibilities that two of those guys up and retire – you still got to deal with Pasternak. And by the way, can Canada get the freaking loony squared away so that we can have the NHL set the cap for next year so we can start to figure things out with David Pasternak, please? I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd like to know what the number is going to be so that they can start to figure all this stuff out. But it feels like with the Bruins, we might be lucky enough, might be lucky enough to get another year next year with the overwhelming core of this group, and that would include Bergeron and Krejci. But if those two guys walk, then the Bruins clearly slide down, and the championship window is really just existing with the well, Celtics. But I would even I would even add that. Let's just say you do lose Krejci and you do lose Bergeron. You, when you look at all the names that you just mentioned with all the players that Don Sweeney was able to acquire, Charlie Coyle is not going anywhere. Taylor Hall is here. Lindholm is here. Zaka is here. Orlov and Hathaway, both those guys are, are UFAs right now. It's not Barrett. a free agent. They will end up re-signing. Like, there's a reason right. why they traded them. You're not going to give up those picks. And, you know, but for you're a guy on a end. rental. No, well, I mean, I mean uh, you know, Orlov wants big-time money. He wanted six years, and they, they, Washington wouldn't give it to him. Maybe that's why, you know, he was part of this package deal. Sure. But, I mean, they'd be stupid not to kind of work something out. And if I'm Orlov, I'm like, holy crap, I'm going into my 12th year. I mean, I'm going to be a major part of another team that can win another championship. At least we're relevant. At least we're not like, you know, an, an afterthought. No, I think both teams um, are still set up nicely for the next three years. 